What's up, everyone? This is episode eight of the uh, TorontoGameDoes.com podcast. Um, one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDoes.com. Uh, with me, as always, is Brett from Hard Circle. What's up, everybody? Uh, this we're we're just talking before uh, we hit the record button that this is going to be called the burnt out episode or the tired <laughs> episode. Uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but the mission is to have a hundred percent less swear words. Yeah, because uh, I'm. <laughs> Not, I am in no energy or mood to really do any edits except for the intro and outro. The intro, by the way, provided by Jake Button, no, and the outro provided by Dan Rodriguez. Uh, make sure you check them out. Um, yep. they're on that freelancers page. Composing Dan is is Dan. I don't know Jake's, I think it's actually just Jake Button, no, on Twitter. I mean, um, oh, yeah. so check out their work. Yeah, Dan's a cool dude. I've talked with him multiple times. He comes to game dev drinks all the time, so yeah. And uh, and speaking of game dev drinks, um, well, before we jump into the game dev drinks, we should tell them why we're exhausted. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I think I'm still just getting over jet lag. It was just like the first week back from like to work, and uh, just kind of getting back into the groove. And and uh, I didn't, unlike you, I didn't do work today I, I guess i did some work but i did but not much like i really a lot of the day was spent playing like destiny and uh nice. we just went for a walk and got like some starbucks and i'm jealous yesterday i didn't really do much like i i don't really have a reason to be tired other than the fact that like i think my body was still kind of adjusting uh, you I on see. the other hand <laughs> yeah i've been working on so many grant submissions right now it's been ridiculous and I, I, I had a crappy uh, man. My, I have a, I do have a rant today too. Beautiful, done. <laughs> I had a crappy French onion soup. It really ruined my whole afternoon. <laughs> did, where did you make this soup or buy it or? I went and bought it, right? And I love French onion soup. Uh, I don't know if anyone else loves it as much as I do, but uh, remember, like when Tim Hortons used to make French onion soup, and. I loved their French onion soup, so I have, and it's probably not even the best French onion soup. There's probably a cook out there listening to us, just saying, <laughs> "Dude, <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know French onion soup." <laughs> but I went to this uh, local place down the street from me, and I thought I'd give it a go, and I was just so disappointed in their French onion soup. Like it was just, it was just broth and like onions and no everything else. <laughs> It was just so sad. I hear that. The I, I can't remember if we I mentioned it on the last podcast, but the only like bad food we had in Japan was yep. uh, an Italian place, which we should have probably clued in. But yep. we it was just like a long day, and we were exhausted. We wanted to sit down. And it was like the closest yep. restaurant, and yep. uh, they made we had we got like a pasta and like a pizza. The pizza was like whatever, but the pasta was like really watery and really just oh. like run down. So when you're like, I can like when you're looking forward to something, and then the yeah. like person just doesn't deliver. Yep. I was I was I wasn't even looking forward to it. You know, I just went to this place, and they had it, and I was like, oh man, now I'm, I could go for that. You know, because yeah. it's a little chilly outside today, and I was like, I could go for a good soup. And then I love French onion soup, so I'm like, how can you do this wrong? <clears throat> but they proved me, they proved <laughs> me right that do not eat their food. 
well, soups right now. The soups. Yeah. At least one French onion soup. Yep. So I don't want to bash them on, on, on our show. I'm not going to say their name, but they know. <laughs> They're listening. And they, they know. They know. <laughs> um, on video game red. It's real life. All our rants have been like real life reds. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't think I have anything rant worthy right now. We'll we'll see. We'll see how the. Never know. We'll will <laughs> never know. Um, if uh, do you want to mention game dev drinks or maybe we we're gonna bring up a news story regarding one like someone who's coming to new game dev drinks. So maybe we'll do it then or. Yeah. All right. We'll do it. We'll do it later. All right. Stay tuned. Sounds good. Let's get the news. <laughs> news. Um, news. 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 Oh. <laughs> That's our transition. <laughs> news. We need. We do need some sort of like news song or something like yeah. that. News uh, time. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think we're showing our age. <laughs> with, what do you mean the Wayne's Wayne's World is totally uh, still relevant into today's youth? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely, it definitely isn't. Uh, that's where older users out there they're excited. That's one, that's one of the the movies that they could bring back though because they're bringing back um, Bill and Ted. Like, there's no reason why they can't bring back Wayne's World. Yeah, they could easily do Wayne's World, and I look forward to Bill and Ted so much. Yeah, is that? I I don't know. Anything. I just know they're making that movie. I don't know anything about it. Like, I yeah. saw one and two, obviously, but I don't know anything about the third one. Yeah, I don't know anything about it either. I just hear it's being done. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> the news then. Um, first thing, probably one of the bigger things during the week is, uh, I think it was Tom. Yeah. Tom from 13 name games, uh, sat down with the, uh, Nintendo life people, I believe, um, for an interview about Runbow and like how the game's doing stuff. And, uh, during the interview, they, uh, they were asked, uh, is what about the 3DS? Is the game going to come to 3DS? Um, Tom didn't say yes or no. He just said that right. the whole studio is kind of fans of the 3DS. They all have them, and uh, it's something they're considering. So it's possible that the game would come to 3DS. I personally, I really hope not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I just don't see how it fits with the 3DS. To be perfectly honest, like it's just yeah, it's uh, it it's already choppy at times with nine players, like an online stuff on Wii U, like. I don't know. It's I. I much rather. I was thinking about this. Like, if you port the game to the PS4, you can yeah. have the Vita used as like a second screen, right? To do some of the like the same thing. So like, I feel like it's a much better fit for like PS4 and <laughs> Xbox One with like a tablet or something like that than a 3DS. Right. But you know, it's a Nintendo exclusive. You kind of want to keep that all in the Nintendo yeah. family sometimes. Yeah, um, I don't know how it would play. On the 3DS either, like if it would help good it would play, but maybe they could do like uh, use the 3DS as a controller, kind of what they do with Smash Bros. So you can maybe look at it that way. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if it would be a, a straight port or just kind of like different ideas and. Yeah, it could be different ideas too, which could be neat. There's the stylus and the touch screen, so yeah, there could be a lot of interesting things they can do with it. The technology's there, right? So. Be a cool street pass game, maybe. Um, oh yeah, street pass would be kind of neat. Yeah, do something fun with that. There's a lot of unlock- unlockables too, so mm-hmm. I don't know. You can do street pass. Personally, I was, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not like too crazy. I kind of went on the rant last week about how I'm just not crazy about the 3ds anymore. Um, don't hate the 3ds. Man, it's just I don't know. It just 
needs to be a more powerful machine. Like it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think graphics matter. I think it's all about gameplay and fun. So. Yeah, part of me. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've played games that look just like if if the same game is on 3ds and on vita same yeah. gameplay same story same everything yeah you know you go with the the premium steak not with like the hamburger like you go with the one that looks better um, yeah well which one uh the vita is just like it's hd or... has nice like the games look good on it true. true um if it's all the same like why don't you go with like the one that like looks nicer so you know i don't know mm. People out there love 3DS though. So I, I love wanna... the 3DS. I don't, I... I've never owned a PS portable to date, so you're missing out. No, I don't think I am because there's <laughs> games to play on the 3DS. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of indie games. Speaking of games on the well on the Vita, uh, Drinkbox Studios uh, was blogging about kind of just testing out Severed. Mm-hmm. Severed is like a touch-based kind of first-person adventure game. And that um, one's only coming out for the Vita, right? It's currently only ex- it's like exclusive Vita to exclusive? Vita. It's like the last Vita exclusive game. Yeah, because didn't like Sony just say like the Vita's dead? They pretty they said that uh, they are not like the the market quote unquote like the market is not right for a Vita successor. Yeah, and that like mobile like phone games mm-hmm. um, are kind of like too prominent, which I think is kind of right. to be honest is a bullshit answer. They. Uh, I gotta edit that. They got <laughs> they uh, they kind of screwed up marketing when it comes to the Vita, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. But um, in off the top of my head, I can't think of another Vita exclusive. Right. Uh, I would imagine it's some indie game or some JRPG or something like that. Yeah, they probably got something out in Japan. Yeah. You know. Oh, Japan is is high on Vita. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. That's interesting. I saw it like li- like just off in the streets, like in the wild, just people playing with a Vita. I was I was both confused and like amazed at the same time. That's awesome. Yeah. Um I saw I I didn't really see three DSs. Actually no, we did see some three DSs, but I did street pass like a like a lot, so um so definitely mobile game or like portable gaming, I should say. It's definitely a much bigger thing over there than it is yeah. here, I think. Um so did you sign up for the uh, beta testing or beta I testing? I have signed up. So yeah, I know in the past like you could sign up. Um, yeah. And I know that they're doing testing now, mm-hmm. and I think they've like have signed up. But every time I've signed up to test their games or go to their studio or whatever, yeah, it's always at like in the afternoon, on a weekday. Yeah. Uh, you gotta work. And I got I got real job, real job stuff. Um, yep. So can't really. Can't really do it. I'll, I'll buy that game day one as soon as it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of asked you before the podcast if this is kind of an indication if the game is like any anywhere close to coming out. Well, it depends. Like drink, like it depends on Drinkbox. Like if they're just testing a new feature or something, like they might want to test the new feature often before it gets put into the game. So test early test often right and mm-hmm. then if it's a dope if it works and it's dope then put it in the game um so they're probably already at the point of yeah it's in the game we like it as a company let's test it make sure it works then sign off on it and get on to the next piece yeah so it could still be very early in development i mean 
It was supposed to originally come out around now-ish, or sometime yeah. before the end of the year, so... Um, yeah, they should be getting closer to the uh, end, and they probably want to be shipping for... Well, it depends on what they want to do, right? If it's digital, they can do whenever, but, you know, November Xmas time is coming, so... To be honest, I think they want to get this thing out the door as soon as possible, so they can start working on, like, an iPad app, or iPad, like, port of it. Mm-hmm. Um, or or 3ds because it's touch based, right? And yeah. so any sort of controller scheme where you can just like swipe, it's basically Infinity. I think I don't want to say basically. It's, it's similar to yeah. Infinity Blade. Um, I hope it comes to the 3ds. Yeah, we'll see. The nice stylus <laughs> will be great. Yeah. Um, In the Wii U, shoot, this should be on the Wii U. Oh, too, yo, actually, the Wii U would be a sick platform for it. Yeah. Because, like, that, the whole, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm thinking here. Drinkbox Studios. Wii U and put it on the 3DS as a cross-buy? Oh, man. Yeah. Now we're moving units. <laughs> Welcome, Drinkbox. <laughs> get on the Vita first. I want. I, I need to get them trophies on that first, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up if it comes out on the Wii U for sure, because that would be pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. I got to imagine that they want to port it to basically anywhere that has, like, a touchscreen. Like, Guacamelee yeah. is on, like... Everything. Everything. Except for yeah. 3DS, but... It's on... It's not on 3DS? I guess it's on it. I don't think so. I don't think so, either. Now that um, I think about it, I don't think it is. Um, but Guacamelee is on, like... Indie, on Steam, sorry. On, on Wii U, on Vita, on Xbox One. So, I'd imagine they, like... They obviously have experience in porting to other platforms, so... Yeah. Um, I'd imagine that their goal is to get this thing out to... Vita as soon as possible, and then like get that iPad version out as soon as possible. But yeah. uh, hit them up if you're interested in testing, because I'm pretty sure that they're asking for uh, testers and stuff like that. Yeah, if I didn't have to work, I would like to come out and check it out. That's the thing. I would love to just go over there just to just be there, because I still love mm-hmm. that studio and still love Guacamelee and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, I'm totally digging with their... I love Guacamelee too. That was like one of my favorite games yeah. for uh, when it came out. Jeez, when was that now? Oh man, that was... 2010, 2011, 12. I don't know. It feels like forever ago. I feel like 20. I want to say 2012. It's yeah, 2015 say, now, right? Yeah, so probably 2012. I want to say 2012. And then yeah. they did the Super Championship Edition or whatever. Um, well, I'm doing some fact checking while you talk because. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, as, as I've mentioned on the podcast, like, Drinkbox Studios, Guacamelee, that's, like, the reason why TorontoGameDevs.com exists. Uh, I found out that they're local and figured I would find out who else is local, and it turns out there's a lot of people who are local, so... So, according to the wiki, it's uh, it came out in 2013. Oh, snap. Yeah. I thought it was older than that, so... Yeah, same. Sweet. It's still a great game. Everyone should own it by now. If you don't, do it. <laughs> They've also like given away for free a lot of times. Oh yeah, if you haven't picked it up in a humble bundle by now, <laughs> <laughs> or PlayStation Plus or Xbox One, yeah, like I don't know. That's why I got to think that it's uh, it's going to there's a Guacamelee two like in the works because it's their most successful franchise. They their like plan for the game recently has basically just been get it into as many hands as like possible. Yeah. Um, get everyone to love Guacamelee and then Guacamelee two, Return of the. Guacamelee or something. Return of the Guac. Return of the Guac. They're listening right now and they're like, damn it, how did they figure it out? <laughs> they got the name. <laughs> Return of the Guac. Um, Let's do it. Well, let's see, it's 2015, so it's been out for two years now. Well, so the uh, 
the play oh what's it what do they call it the playstation experience yeah that's um that's they that's Wait. they announced uh severed at that yeah and i would think that they would go to this one again uh i don't i forget when that is like november i don't December. know how big their team is like if they're if they have a big team that could be working on two projects at once, I don't know if they are that big though. I think they're, I think they're a one team for one game type of company. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I could be I could be totally wrong. Yeah, um, I don't I don't know how big they are either to be honest. But it would be it, it could be interesting uh, if they announced that because I think people would definitely buy a sequel. I would consider it because I, I really enjoyed the first one. So yeah, I would buy in a heartbeat. That would be a feature story. I would find every single thing I could possibly find. It'd be a feature story every single day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> um, also, download the castle game. Uh, so, <laughs> moving, moving on. Um, Sego Sego. They make apps for children uh, on iPad and, and Android, I think. Yep. Maybe on, just on iOS. Um, they're releasing Sego Sego or Sego Mini Babies October eighth on uh, iOS. Uh, this is totally they're like all of their apps and all of their games and stuff are designed for like little kids and like for parents yeah. to play with. Like they're like three, like one, two, three, four, five year old like children. Um, so they got a new one coming out, and uh, it looks like a sort of kind of a dress them up. I want to say like a baby. Right. It's a baby game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so well, that's for children. Yeah, for no, for sure. So any of those, any parents out there, um, I've I've shown my brother them because I have a, a like a three year old niece. Um, they want to, they might want to check that out on October eighth. So and I, and their games are usually like free to play, and so they're like good to kind of like test with your kid first to make sure that they can like. It's not everyone's going to get the iPad and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. Um, their their stuff is actually pretty interesting. Um, because I, well, I used to work in educational games, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy everything these guys, people, these, this company makes. Like, if I was still in the educational game making field, I would actually probably apply to this place and be like, "Hey, I like what you guys are doing. Let me work with you." Because mm-hmm. I, I like it. It's neat. The style is really nice too. And on top of that, this is where we're going to segue right into game dev drinks. Bam, bam. So. October's game dev drinks. I don't have a guest yet. I'm working on it. So it's a to be announced. We'll see. If not, it's just going to be us drinking and networking and having a good time. But for November, I have uh, Sego Sego will be coming to game dev drinks. Um, his name is Jason Krug or Krog. I'm sorry if he's listening. I butchered his last name. I'm, I'm horrible with that last names usually. Um, but he'll be coming down uh, in November with his crew, hopefully, and uh, talking about Sego Sego and the like, how they came to be and all that jazz. I actually look forward to meeting him because, well, we both worked in the edu- well, we work in the educational gaming field at one time. I'd love to trade stories with him. So mm. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting, interesting night. Um, so, yeah, guys, come down... Uh, Come to Game Dev Drinks. The the event's already up for October. Uh, we've already sold six or seven free tickets already, which Damn. is ridiculous. Um, yeah, because I just put it up today. Nice. So, oh, I'll yeah. add it. I'll add it to the site. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to uh, get a guest in time. I'll know for sure on well, I think Wednesday who my backup guest will be, but we'll see. We'll see. Sure. 
It just um, made me think like next time I'm gonna have to make sure I have like three backups for every month. Yeah. Just in case. So Jason's last name, by the way, is K R O G H, so Yeah, I went with Krug. Krog. Yeah, I'm down. I'm I'm down with that. Yeah. Right, that's the route I went. I could be totally wrong. Um So on to the next piece. So I did I tweeted out if uh I'm not even gonna actually respond to that. <laughs> we got we got a Twitter question, but it's really just like what's worse, IGN, Kotaku game trailers, and why game journalism is a joke. That's uh Who said that? Uh I'm not even gonna doesn't okay. matter. I do have answers, but eh. I don't think <laughs> game journalism is a joke. Oh, um, is game journalism a joke? Okay, let's get to that afterwards. <laughs> we got some other news to go through. <laughs> All right. Um, how much was Callie's Caves three? Uh, so Callie's Caves is a uh, like free to play iOS game. Um, I think it's on Android too, so you can download it. Oh snap! Already on it. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's like a platformer shooter sort of game. Um, but they did a little bit of like how much did it cost to develop? Um, huh? The after like marketing and basically the software they used to design it, they didn't really they didn't count like you know their income, right? They just kind of went with the hard expenses. Yeah, uh, they arrived at a number that I can't get to because I didn't save that screen. One second, I'm, I'm looking at it. it. There's no way it was six hundred eighty nine dollars. Six hundred eighty nine dollars. Let me find the official breakdown. Software. Um, so the software was software, five hundred fifty dollars. They used uh, Game Maker Studio. Uh, they didn't use a Mac, despite being on iOS. They the licenses were one hundred thirty nine dollars for both uh, Google and uh, iOS. Development and assets, uh, they say zero. Oh, just bull. Uh, marketing, they also say zero. Well, okay. And total budget of six hundred eighty-nine dollars, but they're not counting like how much like okay their time, I guess. <sighs> Thoughts? Uh, just like so. Okay, I I don't even know where to start with this. <laughs> Should we move on or to our re- listeners <laughs> and readers who might be reading this? Saying, "Oh, it's only going to cost me seven hundred dollars to make a game." No, it's not, because they're really not factoring in the time it takes to make everything. No, they're not. But so they. But if you go with how much money am I spending on this, and you don't consider time as money, time is um, money. Though. <laughs> but I mean, if I'm like, how much does it take to run TorontoGameDevs.com? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one hundred thirty dollars for the website for a full yeah. year, right? Um, that doesn't count the like 20 plus hours of work that I do every week for it. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if it's a hobby that you're doing on your side and you're like, I want to make a game, how much is this going to cost me if I do it on the side, it's going to cost you less than a thousand dollars. So that's what I think their point is. Right. And, uh, right. Let's, I wonder how well it's doing on the app store. I'm on it right now. It was, uh, 1,300 downloads. Interesting. 
They said that they were they were like featured at one point. Yeah, I was gonna say who featured them. They're on Touch Arcade too. Oh, interesting. Is that on uh, is that on Android? Uh, I'm playing it right now on Android. You're playing it right. Excuse me. <laughs> right now. Yep. I just downloaded it. Let me. Uh, I don't have my phone on me, so let me see if I can. Oh. You know, I always got my I got my stuff on me. I'm running business all day. <laughs> uh, where is it? Oh, I don't right. think it. I know what you're saying on the Android. I don't think iOS says like how much, how much have been downloaded. Mm. Tell you that it has 52 total reviews. That's pretty good. Oh, that's on just iPhone, just iPad. Is that different? No, that's not different. It's not opening. Come on, game, give it to me. Yeah, no. And anyways, it's. I think it's. Bam. I think the point of it was that if you're, uh, we we've discussed this. You gotta get that money. You gotta get that. You gotta get that yeah. paycheck. Um, but if you have some spare time, you got a hobby. Um, you know, making a game isn't the expensive endeavor that I think people think it is. I'm curious as to how much uh, assets in here are theirs. Um, if they made them themselves. Because uh, if they used RPG Maker, then most of the assets are probably RPG Maker assets. They did it all themselves for free. It says we never paid a single cent to produce any asset in, in any Cali Caves games because we did it all ourselves for free. Right. The downside to the way we did it is that none of us got paid during the development cycle. Okay. Hmm. So I guess they just use. I'm not familiar with uh, game. What's it called? Game Maker Studio. So. Hmm. Oh man, they already popped a freaking ad on me. Sorry, I'm playing it live. <laughs> right now, live play. It's a free game, and you said yourself you don't you don't pay for apps. Nope. Well, they gotta get their money somehow. Yeah. I uh, hey, I'm not I'm not hating. Oh, okay. I'm just question. <laughs> I'm just playing it and going. Hmm. Can add right away, eh? right before I even get into the game. Awesome. Oh, you haven't even played it. You haven't even like played the first part. Oh, I died. It's oh, a hard. It, yo, it's a hard game. All right, I can get into this. Yeah, sure. I didn't even notice I had three helps. Bam, bam, bam. That's eh, not bad. Um, it's not bad. <laughs> review is that the the bread official review? Yep, it's not bad. <laughs> Every, just everybody should give it a go. Why not? It's on it's, Android. Yeah, it's on Android, guys. It's it's alright. Um, I think we're moving. Oh, right I'm off. distracted now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm playing. That's alright. It's the it's the. Oh, how do I open the chest? The burnt nice. out. Uh, you hit it with the sword. Yep. Yeah, it's not it's not too bad of a game for how it was made. Yeah, it's not bad. Normally, I'm not a fan of the like the, the on screen like joystick and. Thing. Yeah, me too. I didn't mind it in that though. Yeah, they they made this uh pretty pretty simple, pretty pretty good. I could bang this out right now if I felt like it. Well, why don't why don't you then? Oh my god, an ad! Mm, sorry. <laughs> All right, stop playing the game. Yep. Uh, moving right it's along. It's a good game for uh, six hundred dollars. Seven hundred. Or uh, seven hundred dollars. Six eighty nine, I think. It's pretty decent. Next. MetaNet Software is going over their favorite custom levels. One thing I didn't actually post in this, oh, I had such a pain in the ass trying to write this story because Squarespace was just failing on me. But um, probably the more, they went over some of the user-generated levels. 
uh, user create levels are a big deal right now, I guess, because of Mario Maker. But M plus uh, plus had it before, and other games had it before that, obviously. But um, I made a Toronto Game Devs dot com one, and no one played it. But <laughs> which they didn't feature, but they they featured some of their other one, like some of their more. They've been kind of posting on their Tumblr some of their favorite ones, and then this was like a PlayStation blog post. You right there? Yeah, I'm just sneezing to death. Oh, okay. Um, I so am getting a little bit of a cold right now. You sound distant again. Oh, shoot. Here I am. All right, perfect. Thanks for yeah, this. I was just trying to move it away so I didn't sneeze in the uh, microphone. There's the mute button on Skype. Oh, it was just too emergency. <laughs> I couldn't get there in time. <laughs> <It's> too quick. <laughs> uh, so they've been, they've been kind of tumbling, I guess, blogging about their like favorite mm-hmm. kind of user-generated levels, and then they took the PlayStation blog and showed off some more. Mm-hmm. Some of these are like crazy. Probably the more significant thing in that, um, although it's not super significant, but they are are working on like updates and bug fixes. Updates yeah. I read as like DLC, so like whether that be more levels or more modes or what have you. Um, right. Yeah. Something we've kind of talked in the past that their sort of idea for release is that it was it's the cheapest the, the earlier you get it the cheaper it is so before mm. it came out it was like 15 bucks now it's out it's like 20 then like when dlc gets added it's just going to go on to the base part of the game so the base game will go up in price like yeah. and but like everyone who bought it at like the lower level will still get that for free yeah so some of these levels look ridiculous some of the levels are ridiculous that game is just insanely hard um, it's on PC, right? No, I'm on um, PS4 only. Oh, yeah, PS4. Jeez. Yeah, get a PS4. Not yet. Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, someday. Final Fantasy 15 is still the current reason why I'm going to get one. Final Fantasy 15 is like eight years away. That's fine. <laughs> Maybe by then they'll drop the price for uh, one console, one system game. Actually, apparently, um, the. The room, I just read. I read something about how PS4 might have a price drop soon. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Usually, price drops are like a thing of the past. Now they like they like just bundle more games. Yeah. In so, it's technically like a price drop, but or more so, you're just getting like Uncharted, like the bundle for free or something. Yeah. So, um, I was looking at it for uh, Battlefield, uh, uh, three, whatever it is. Battle. No, sorry, not Battlefield. The Star Wars one. Battle, Battlefront. Yeah. I think they're just calling it Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, I'm interested in that one, but if if I can repair my PC so it's better, I'll just get it on PC. Is it coming out on PC? It. I would say yes. Let me, let me oh, wait, out. that's the EA game, right? Yeah. Oh, it's probably going to be on Origin and consoles. Oh, it definitely will be on Origin. Yeah. Uh... Where is the new one? The new one. Uh, yeah, it's coming out on Windows. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You can play it on that. I will. On Origin. Well, most likely, I'm going to update my computer for it. In fact, it comes out November seventeenth. But it's not Toronto made, so who cares? Oh yeah, screw it. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of that's kind of it for news. I think. Is it? 
Yeah, it's kind oh, yeah, of. I guess that was the last one. It was. It's a little slower of a week, but yeah, definitely a little bit of slower week. Um, it it's that time of the year, so. Yeah, everyone's kind of. I mean, it's we're heading into whatever yep. it's called. The um, fall. Christmas. That's what I'm trying to think of. Christmas. Everyone's just trying to get their game done. They want to get it done before. Uh, mm. Before everyone buys toys and stuff. Yeah, that's true. So, what is worse, IGN, Kotaku game trailers, or the Escape Mag, and why game journalists is a joke? Hmm. I That's don't. A, are we game journalists? Um, I don't know. In a loose, in a loose sense, yes. Hmm. I don't think game journalism is a joke. Um, I don't know. I've been around forever in life, and like. I've read everything, like, growing up, right? Like, EG, uh, yeah, EGM, Nintendo Power. Oh, Nintendo Power was the bomb back in the day. Yeah, and, like, I, I loved, uh, like, reading all the game reviews and stuff. Sometimes, like, I don't, uh, like, nowadays, as a, a grown-ass man, I don't, <laughs> uh, I don't really care about reviews as much as I used to when I was a kid. Hmm. You know, like, when I was a child and I cared about my money... <laughs> You know, the reviews mattered a lot because I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to spend so much money. I, I, I need to make sure this game is going to be the bang for my buck. But nowadays, I'm just like, whatever, I'll wait for a sale and I'll pick it up, you know, next Humble Bundle or something like that, you know? Yeah. So I could see where game journalism, like, where, uh, where it just doesn't matter sometimes. But sometimes it, do- it does matter, right? It depends on the person. So... I don't think it's a joke, though. I, I don't think so. It just it doesn't affect me anymore, right? It's just someone's opinion about a game. And yeah. It's like, whatevs, that's cool. <laughs> like, everyone has their own opinion, right? So. Precisely. I, but uh, I don't think it's a joke. Now, do I think there's bad journalism? Sure. Oh, obviously. <laughs> obviously. But, you know, I'm, I'm not, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't care about certain websites. I don't go to them. <laughs> I don't mind any of these. I don't actually do the escapist. Um, but I don't mind IGN and Kotaku. I like IGN. Um, Those are the two I go to. I don't really go to game trailers. I used I used to go to game trailers quite a bit. Uh, and there was a couple shows on there that I liked. Like, uh, what was it? Ep- Epic Battle Cry. Really enjoyed that podcast. That was a really good podcast. And, uh, yeah, for some reason, like, I never liked... Uh, oh, they had a couple things on there I didn't like. But I liked... That show for some reason, but uh, IGN's okay. But IGN's like a mixed bag of stuff, right? Like I go there for everything, like you know, movies, comic books, games, yeah, toys. So yeah, I go. I like I watch The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, yeah, and Gotham and Supernatural. And when I'm done watching it, like mm-hmm. ten minutes later, the review for those episodes are on IGN. So I go to IGN. So yeah, it's definitely like a mixed bag. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not putting too much weight in this uh, question, to be completely honest. Yeah, like I personally don't go to Kotaku, so Kotaku is kind of. I, I feel like they're. I I enjoyed that site a lot more, kind of a few years ago. Right. Um, ever since Joystick kind of went away. Hmm. Um. I kind of. Yeah. Miss, what happened to Joystick? They uh know. they just kind of stopped doing stuff, and then they sort of merged with uh, Engadget mm-hmm. or something. I think. Right. And I hate here's here's a rant of the day. Every time I go to Joystick, they ha- they're streaming nonstop, or at least they're playing their stream. And so every time you go to that site, yeah, in Gadget, it's playing. It automatically loads the stream, 
right and starts playing it and you're just like why am i hearing pe- two people talk <laughs> and i it drives me up the wall every time they also don't seem to update that often mm-hmm. it's like it's just me there or something <laughs> <laughs> just like two guys or something i guess um, uh one thing we could maybe touch on to this that maybe not be something that we could both weigh in on is like game reviews right like the actual score to a game review i don't know if i put any weight into that anymore uh, if I see a score, I just kind of laugh at it, like, "Oh, that's what you thought. That's cool. I'm still gonna play the game regardless." If it's uh, a if it's a game that I don't know, if it's a game that I uh, there's definitely been times where I saw a review, like actually, Metal Gear Solid Five was that, right. where I wasn't particularly excited for Metal Gear Solid Five. I was going to pick it up, but I was actually going to wait after Japan because I yeah. it came out like maybe a week before we left. Then I saw IGN and GameStop, GameSpot, Game, which one? GameSpot. Right. Uh, they both gave it a ten, hmm. and I was like, "Oh, word! What's uh, what's the what's the deal?" So I don't just like, yeah. but then I read the review, so mm-hmm. I don't just look at the number. I'm like, "Okay, purchase." Yeah, yeah. I read the review, review and be like, "Why are they giving this game a 10? Mm-hmm. Um But I mean, if I really dig a game, like, yeah. Um, I can't think of anything. Destiny is actually probably the biggest one. Where Destiny, mm-hmm. like I was really into and I really liked, and then you go to IGN or a lot of places actually, and they're giving it like high sevens or seven. And right. It's like I don't like it wasn't a seven to me. It was a little bit higher than that. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. Like that's just like their opinion. Yeah. Um, I think for me, like I don't really care about the opinions of the web. And what they're writing about the game, I actually care more about uh, individuals who I know that yeah. actually will talk about the game. Like if you're going to tell me, like you know, Gummy Gummy Drop game is off the hook, and I'll be like, hmm, I do respect Steve's opinion on games. <laughs> Maybe I'll check this game out. <laughs> you know, like just things like that. I'd rather hear someone like I know that would bring praise to the game and be like yeah this is a really dope game i tr- i played it 20 hours in you know it's awesome mm-hmm. gotta give it a go you know i'd rather i take that at a more face value than you know a number and hits and cons and pros i don't know uh, yeah yeah i mean they're yeah. a good way to waste time at work you know <laughs> I'm, I'm always like interested in reading them like when i when the when a big game comes out like i always kind of want to see like how it's doing but you know you can almost like a game i think destiny actually kind of like faked people out because mm-hmm. um everyone was expecting that game to like score in the nines and yeah. be masterpiece quote-unquote tens and yeah. it didn't and it got like sevens and everyone's like what the hell and they flip their desks yeah. but like there's like there's games that come out and you're just like okay like uncharted 4 there's i there's no way that game gets lower than a nine on Metacritic. Like there's just uh, like one game for me would be the order. Cause I remember I saw that game, uh, like on one of the E3s and I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's tight. That's everything I want in a game. Hmm. And then when it dropped and I don't own the system. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then you see the reviews and everyone's slamming it and you're just like, Oh man, I, I had had hopes for that game, and then you hear your your homies talk about it that actually don't even own it or do own it, and they're like, "Yeah, it is crap." <laughs> you know, I didn't I didn't mind it. It was fun. It just it was like five hours long. So like, mm-hmm. if you want to play, uh, if you want to pay, sorry, like eighty bucks in Canada, 
um, or like $752 in Canada, whatever it kind of turns out to be, uh, for a five, five hour like game, like go ahead. That's the other, that's kind of where reviews are sort of, uh, they're, they're kind of weird in that $80 means a lot more to like me than it does to someone else. And then to someone else eight and like, I don't have like Dragon Age. It took me a year to beat Dragon Age. I don't have forty five hours to like beat this game. Yeah. Whereas like back in high school, like oh I, yeah, I crushed Final Fantasy ten in like a week. <laughs> um, yeah, the amount of game I did compared to high school uh, <laughs> compared that, to now is ridiculous. Yo, I wish like trophies were a thing back in high school. I would be. Mm off the hook in trophy level. I think I wish pro gaming was around when I was in high school. I would be really into it. Yeah. I definitely would be a pro gamer. For sure I would have done it. Because that's all I did was just game like 24-7. So I think I would have done it. Nowadays I don't care enough (laughs) about all the intricacies to a game to be like, oh, you're doing that in League of Legends? Yeah, I'm that guy who's screwing you guys up. I'm sorry, that's me. (laughs) You know? I just play. I just play to enjoy the experience and what the people are making me now. So mm. that's how I. That's just me. I just like the experience. Yeah, true. Tweeting, tweeting during the podcast, dude. Nope. Yes. <laughs> I had a quick. Well, someone tweeted out to me, so I thought, hey, I am a cool, pretty rad dude. Yeah. So. Shout out, shout out to Pixel Knots. Yep. Um, Live tweets happening. Yeah. <laughs> Lost or download Lost Orbit. Yeah, well, I was asking the QQ uh, Coco Cucumber to see if they could do uh, game dev drinks this week, this month, just to see if they want to. It's a little last minute, but whatever. I'm still going to keep trying to get someone in. So what's the? It, say you can't get anyone. What's the game plan? Hmm. What's it, say you can't get anyone for October? Oh, then it's 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 just becomes a networking event. Okay. Really? Yeah. We just get together, have drinks and just brew ideas like that's what the original original concept for game dev drinks was was to get people together under the same roof have drinks um network with people and like just talk about games and maybe come up and come up with a new idea and go hey let's develop that together like that's kind of what i want to happen organically and i've actually been having conversations with people who have been talking to others and it's starting to happen a little bit so it's interesting. So that's all that would happen. We'd still have we still have the space. Um, so we would just get right into it and just drink beers and be merry and talk about the industry and have fun. True. Um, yep. Shout out to patrons: EM, Chris, Anthony, Eric, Dan, Renaud, Sean, or sorry, Stephen and uh, Brian. Um, one what? one other post actually that uh, I didn't I did do is uh, just like what did the patrons get in September. Mm-hmm. Um, so real quick, the the exclusive story was interview with Alex from 13 games at Tokyo, uh, Tokyo game show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane was nice enough to provide star seed for iOS codes for everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh Coco cucumber who we were just talking about provided some codes for playing the eyes on steam as well. So now it's in September. Uh, that was all in September. Nice. The Runbow soundtrack was like late August, so it just right. it just barely didn't make the cut for that story. But mm. uh, just the idea of, of what you get, uh, I feel like every single month, everyone has gone for the five dollar thing. Yep. Everyone's gotten more than five dollars worth of games. So, nice. uh, PlayStation Plus of Toronto game devs, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so people sign up more for the Patreon, you know. Yeah. How about with uh, 
Yeah, I gotta actually, I gotta update the site with some stuff. So mm. that's gonna cost some money. Um, yep. I feel I was kind of I I was sort of meditating on a rant. I don't think I don't think it's I don't oh. think I I don't think I need to though. Sick. So no no I don't have a rant for the end of the show. Although <laughs> go Jays go. Actually, oh, if I may rant about something non gaming. Uh, the Raptors. Uh no oh, man I don't know <laughs> I don't think with the Raptors right now. No it's more so the Jays. Um, uh oh. It's more so Jays fans. Uh oh. People were like complain to no end because what happened is they they clinched the al east Mm -hmm. so they won the division very good if you're not a sports fan um they did on a double header meaning that they played in the afternoon and then they play like later that day like half hour later which only really happens in baseball when there's like a rain delay or something yeah then they basically rested all of their main guys and Mm -hmm. played their like their minor league team yeah but they were still technically fighting for like first place overall mm-hmm. uh, to get home field advantage, but it's yeah. only home field advantage against Kansas City, so they would both have to make it to the second round, and mm. it would only be for Game Seven, so they would have to go to Game Seven. Right. So everyone's like mad that they didn't like fight for home field advantage. Right. Uh, and I I tell them to piss off because uh, they made the playoffs, and now all of a sudden everyone is just like yeah asking for more. I, I'm just like, uh, I'm a Hamiltonian, so I don't really care about Toronto teams. But since uh, I don't, Hamilton doesn't have a baseball team or a basketball team, I cheer for you guys. But uh, yeah, I, I was happy just to see the Blue Jays get in. I don't watch baseball, and I was just like, yeah, good job, Blue Jays. You representing the, Canada. You got the Thai Cats. So, yep, and we dominate. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, we're doing great. I don't actually watch CFL that well. Oh. We should go to a CFL game, bro. I'm down with that. I've only been to one in my whole life. What? Oh, snap. You are dominating. Yeah, we lost to Calgary this week, though, but that's okay. I can live with that. Oh, man. We should go. Yeah, we're first in we're first in the East Division right now. Tied for first. Uh, whatever. Well, we're actually, but you have more points than, like, yeah. easily anyone. Yeah, we should go. Oh man, let's see what's next week's game. Hmm. <laughs> you look it up. We're gonna. We should wrap this up though. Oh yeah, uh, but we should go see Toronto versus Hamilton. That's months away. Oh, is it? I'm down for that though. Yeah, we should do that game because that'll be a good game. They're always a good game. So as long as there isn't a Blue Jays game, Blue Jays playoff game in the way, I will do it. Are you going to go to the Blue Jays game? No, they're like so. Hello? Yeah, the thing with the Jays playoff games is you had to buy like every playoff game all at once. Oh. And then you would just get your money back for the games that didn't happen. Oh. Apparently that's how it happens in baseball. Really? No, that no, just sounds like a big like cluster about yeah. you. No one in no one in Toronto knew that though cuz it's been 22 years, but apparently mm. that's how it happens in MLB. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 22 years. That's so true. <laughs> um forgot the rule. <laughs> so, I didn't personally have like four grand to drop plus mm. they they did it in like groups so first the season ticket holders then the flex pass after a certain day and then the flex pass after that and then it was right. season tickets so we got in line to want to try to buy a season ticket one yeah um but we it was like apparently a queue of like seventy thousand. Oh man and there was only like maybe three thousand of those tickets available so uh, now everyone's a fan 
yeah, all the bandwagon people. So not that I'm complaining about bandwagon people, but well, you can get some scalps. You know, you can. Yeah, they're more expensive. I'd much rather just go to Boston Pizza. Just yeah, well, you chill out. Haven't had a game in been in twenty two years, man. Yeah, I would, I'd probably scalp for it. I didn't go to a game twenty two years ago. I don't need to go now. So mm, all right. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> go, <laughs> go to Toronto Game Devs dot com for all the news on Toronto developed games. Yep. Uh, follow um, follow us at Toronto Game Devs on Twitter. Follow Brett at Brett Smeeser, as well as Game Dev Drinks, as well as Hard Circle Inc. Yep. Or, or just Hard Circle. Just Hard Circle. Okay, Hard Circle. Um, don't follow Hard Circle Inc. Um, yeah, that's that's it for me. Anything on your end? Uh. Nope. Right, we'll cool. see you guys next week, right? Uh, uh, yeah, next week. Episode 10 next. Or no, wait. No, episode 9. We're getting close to 10. Episode 9. We should do something for 10. Yeah, we'll have to talk. We'll have to figure that out. So the first person to email me that they want to be on episode 10 gets to be on episode 10. What? <laughs> maybe not, actually. That's crazy. Someone who, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Email me. Uh-huh. See, if, see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um... Right. We should tell everybody to get the Q and A going because we want to do more Q and A too. Yeah. So start asking us questions. We enjoy it. We love answering them, even if they're wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Peace. <laughs>